0: The relapse that you can generate on TikTok from a well-executed campaign is crazy and it harkens back to Facebook in its infancy.
1: It's the
2: e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for hitting play and choosing to listen to my podcast. In this episode, we're doing something a little different. We're getting deep into a single marketing channel and that channel is TikTok. Well, I say a single marketing channel, but as you're about to discover, TikTok offers multiple marketing strategies, including organic, marketplaces via TikTok shop, influencer, affiliates, ads, and a whole heap more. I know a lot of you are trying to work out what you should or should not be doing with TikTok right now. So I wanted to do this episode so you can get up to speed super fast and make the right decisions for your brand in 2024. So coming up, I'm going to be joined by not one, not two, but four, yes, four TikTok specialists, And this isn't just them sharing a tip, this is all of us discussing what's working right now. Please listen to the end of the episode so you don't miss out on any of my guests' advice, especially as at the end I'll be asking each of them to share their top takeaway from our discussion. If your tech stack is becoming a bottleneck to growth, it's time to replatform and you should check out ShopLine. ShopLine is the modern commerce platform that's disrupting Europe as one of Asia's leading e-commerce platforms. Whether your bottleneck is setting up more sales channels like social commerce or expanding to new markets globally, ShopLine takes care of everything from store setups, checkouts and payments to logistics and more. With single click migration and out of the box tools, they're there to help. The best part about it, you don't need to pay until your site is live. Here in the UK, they power brands like In The Style and Everything Five Pounds. Whilst in Asia, they're the platform of choice for huge brands like Lego and Muji. If you want to scale, it's time to book your free trial or have a chat with one of the Shopline team. Find out what Shopline could do for you via ecmp.info forward slash shopline. That's ecmp.info forward slash s-h-o-p-l-i-n-e. Are you part of the free Chloe's e-commerce club? Why not? It's my free online club where the whole e-commerce masterplan audience can come together. It's all about helping you improve your e-commerce business, solving your marketing challenges, getting advice from other retailers who are facing the same challenges as you right now. And yes, I will personally be hanging out in the club Monday to Friday to help you too, which makes it the only place where you can get my help one-on-one. It really is a club all about you and supporting your business. Come on and join me now. Just go to ecmp.info forward slash club. It's totally free to join. So come on, join me and hundreds of our listeners at ecmp.info forward slash club. Okay, so I've got one thing left to do before we get into the TikTok discussion, and that's to tell you who my guests are. So coming from the ads angle, we've got Ben Muir from Unsociable. Covering the operational side of TikTok Shop and the USA perspective, we've got Manisha Tapari from ShipBob. Bringing an influencer flavour is Tiago Naguero from Incense. And finally, Barney War from TikTok. Yes, a real live TikToker is joining us. So that's me, Ben, Barney, Manisha and Tiago. I think we're going to start with what... What could either be a really easy question or an incredibly hard question. So I would love it if each of you could complete this sentence. My favorite way to drive sales using TikTok, and I shall be clear, this could either be to a brand's website or to the TikTok shop marketplace. Either is totally fine. My favorite way to drive sales using TikTok is... Anyone ready to answer this one? Because I figure it could be easy, could be hard. Who fancies coming in? I can start. Yeah, Barney, let's have your... your, your well, first. I'm
3: very biased being on TikTok shop. So I would always try and direct all the traffic and sales through the platform. Um, but yeah, I think it's a difficult one to pick for me because there's so many amazing ways that you can drive sales through TikTok. But if I had to pick one, I think it'd be affiliate marketing because whether you're a mature merchant or you've just onboarded onto the platform, it's a great launch pad for your short video content, your ad spend. Um, because start, as soon as you start working with great creators, they create some great content and then you can recycle that and use it for yourself so as well as driving organic sales it can also help you drive your own um, your own sales through your own mediums of content as well
2: and of course the affiliate creator part because of the tiktok shop edition it's pure commission isn't it basically it's it's very solid on the roi front um tiago given you you work in the influencer space would you would you go affiliates too or would you go the more general creator space or or something else to finish this sentence
4: Um, I think that it's very important to create multiple touch points. So I like several of these strategies, and I really think that we should be focusing on having a combination of at least a couple uh, to truly impact on the sales. If I have to pick something right now which could be used across different verticals, would be uh, TikTok Spark Ads. I just think that it has such a good reach um, if your product is the right fit. Um, So um, I think it's a very good way uh, to showcase your product through creator accounts and still have full control of who sees it and um, have your own setups. So if I had to choose one, that would be um, the strategy. But as I mentioned, I also like uh, organic posting on TikTok. Um, and just uh, combining organic and paid, really.
2: I thought it might be a tricky one, this question, to drill it down to the one. Um, Anyone watching, if you want to know more about those Spark ads Tiago mentioned, put us a question in the comments, and we will come back to it if you want us to. Um, uh, Manisha, let's come to you you next. What's your answer to this one?
1: I was going to say something similar to Barney. I think that in, in the U, U.S. at least, we're seeing so much of the GMV on the platform come from affiliate. And so I think having a really solid affiliate marketing strategy is key. And what I love about TikTok Shop is that it now lets you direct all of those views, all of those clicks to sales directly on the platform in such a seamless checkout process. It's really, you know... For, for, for years, Amazon has dominated the one-click checkout, the two-click checkout, that seamless checkout experience, and TikTok has it now with TikTok Shop. And it's really driving sales. And so I love that combination of affiliate marketing with TikTok Shop. I think it's it's resulting in a lot of brands doing extremely well on the platform. Nice.
2: Ben, are you, you going to go in on the affiliate side as well, or have you got an alternative for us on this?
0: So I'm going to take a word out of that, which is favorite. Okay, because I actually agree with Barney and Manisha that the best way to get volume on TikTok shop is 100% through affiliates. But my favorite way to sell is through live stream selling because I love the um, interaction between the customer and the presenter. And sometimes like when we run lives nursery studio, I'll actually jump on and make a sale myself. Um, and I just, I, I love doing that. I love seeing someone delighted with um, a purchase and being able to actually interact with someone who's a product expert. It's, it's an awesome new medium of selling.
2: Yeah, I think, I suspect we'll come back to live sell, live selling and live streaming as we go through this one, because, uh, I think, well, you'll, guys, you'll all find out what I think when we get to one of these other slides as we go through. Okay. Let's flip it then. We're now going to go into something which, uh, which Tiago has already kind of doubled down on to succeed on TikTok. You need to master multiple selling strategies. Um, anyone else gonna, I think you're probably all in agreement with this from what we've just been talking about. Anyone got a disagreement with this one? Or should we skip onwards? No disagree? Ben?
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's not that I disagree. I think um, what you sometimes see is like one particular way of selling can work for a while, but then it'll fatigue, which is why you need to master multiple selling strategies. But you can jump in the platform and like we have a seller that pretty much just does lives at the moment and sees a lot of success. And then I know there's a lot of sellers on TikTok that their primary um, way of selling is through affiliates. So, um, not that I disagree, because I think you should definitely, but um, you can definitely go on the platform with like one main method to start off.
2: Got you, so it's a bit like seeing what's working and diving in on that. So you need a bit of experience on all of it to get it going. Um, Manisha, I saw you unmuted then. Did you want to come in on this one as well?
1: I I totally agree with Ben. I think we've seen sellers who have mastered multiple and sellers that have like indexed on one. We have a particular, very inspirational founder, who was running this business out of her out of literally her parents home, and has seen huge success with lives. And she does lives every day telling her story and how she started this business um, as a first generation immigrant in the US, and has done extremely well. So I think there's, there's multiple ways to succeed. And probably, you know, in the long run, to Ben's point, you should master multiple to continue your um, success on the platform. But I think there's in the beginning, there's multiple ways to succeed. You don't have to do everything necessarily.
2: Got you. So given um, Tiago took us in this direction, first off, I'll let you have the last word on this point, Tiago, but what would what would be that list of multiple strategies? Like I realized you could spend the next two hours telling us about them, but um, what's your kind of like your bullet points for that?
4: Um, I th- I think that more than selling strategies, uh, I go back a little bit um, and to be successful on TikTok, I think we really have to worry about the content itself that we are showing and the product. So I think that uh, to be successful on this platform, you need to have a catchy product. Um, The AOV has to be in a certain range. Um, You need to do some proper creative research before briefing a creator, or if you do the video yourself, um, um, you also have to do some research. And TikTok ads library is a fantastic tool for this. And it's available for literally everyone and anyone. Um, You need to work with creators that match your brand identity and then combining strategies. So like, I don't know, product seeding on TikTok, in-feed ads, Spark ads, TikTok shop. So we see that TikTok shop, it's like one more of all the touch points that TikTok has. and uh-huh, But like um, combining all of these strategies and seeing what works best for you, I would say is like the best approach. Cool.
2: Now, something I don't think we've mentioned yet, which brings me on to the next one, is that you can't succeed on TikTok without having a great organic brand account. I know a lot of people got quite excited earlier. It was like, oh, I can ignore organic completely and just run some ads. But is that the case? Do you need to have done something with your, your brand account to actually drive sales? Barney, what's what's your take on this? Is a, does, Should a brand be diving in on that organic brand account?
3: Um I think it doesn't harm at all having a, a good brand identity and organic brand behind you when launching on the platform. But kind of going on to what we talked before around affiliate marketing, you know, we've had some really big sellers who, who are big now who've been really successful with no previous brand identity or brand account um, through the affiliate marketplace because all the sales and the story is done through the creators. So I don't think it's a, a necessity, but it absolutely aids you in, in launching on the platform to be able to you know tell your customers about the story and why to purchase the products and what you usps are um, so yeah not kind of didn't really answer your question yes or no but i yeah i think there's different ways you can do it and still be successful
2: very cool um manisha your your take on this you you're I, i'm guessing that given all the work shit bob are doing on tiktok shop you are introducing or working with a lot of a lot of brands doing their first activity on tiktok are they finding organic something
1: crucial um i i agree with what was just said completely i think it's definitely additive, but not necessary or a prerequisite.
2: Excellent. So we can potentially get away with it. Um, ben, Tiago, anything else to add on this one?
0: Yeah, um, I think as as it continues to mature and grow, I think this will become essential. Uh, I think um, Barney and are 100% right, um, right now. You can go on the platform, you can sell through affiliates for sure. Um, and not even really post any content on your organic brand account but I think as things get more competitive and more sellers on board this will be one of the differentiating factors will be content quality.
2: Got you, okay so definitely in our 2024 strategies even if we're trying to wing it without in 2023. (laughs) Um, Tiago anything you'd add on this one or should we shuffle on to our next comment?
4: Um, Just real quick, I think that for a small brand who's just starting, it's really great that you can be on TikTok without having your own account and a big one or anything. Um, And I talk a lot about Spark Ads and I'll talk about it again, because here, like the social proof you'd be missing from having your own account, you can use it through creators. So not only you don't need this right now, uh, to start, for example, but also like you have a lot of tools to help you to really um, have a presence without having your own brand account set up. So. So I don't agree with this statement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: cool. OK, then let's this one, I suspect could be controversial. Um TikTok is still in its early stages, so it's not yet time to shift all of your ad budget to the platform. Um, ben, I'm gonna to come to you first on this one because you are spending more time running TikTok ads than anyone else on this on this uh, panel. What's your take? Are you seeing brands ki- reducing their Facebook spend to zero, their Google spend to zero and bringing it all over to TikTok? Are they spending 50% on TikTok? What's the opportunity for our ad budgets here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, as most people probably know, the roas that you can generate on TikTok from a well-executed campaign is is crazy, and it harkens back to Facebook in its infancy, um, where the platform was given advertisers the opportunity to take advantage of their ad spend in a much better way, and we're still in that stage with TikTok. Yeah, at the same time, even though I should be biased, I, I do think that a multi-channel strategy works best and you should be creating multiple touch points across platforms. So I actually disagree. Um, even though I only do TikTok, I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> recommend to any client to pull all their ad budget there, even if they were seeing significant returns.
2: Got you. Uh, cool. Um Barney, is this what's what's the what's the official TikTok line on this? <laughs>
3: um I like I'd, I'd just echo what Ben says. There's so much value in TikTok shop ads, but there's so many other areas to invest in your business. You know that can benefit, um, to, you know, your presence and sales on TikTok, whether it's content or, or you know pushing the brand on other platforms as well. So, um, yeah, from from the sellers that we look after, we'd always try and give them as much support from an ads perspective from TSPs like Ben or, or in-house account managers. But yeah, I think uh, to to spread um, spread the spend is probably the best route to go down at this current stage.
2: So I'm going to I'm going to shuffle us on from this slide because it sounds very much like uh as with all your marketing everybody, look where the performance is and put the budget where the performance is, but that you'd be very crazy given the, the amazing ROAS there is to be had to not be at least testing TikTok ads at the moment as part of your TikTok strategy. Okay, not as controversial as I thought that one was gonna be. Let's let's get super practical with the help here because we hear a lot about TikTok. We hear you know, that you can have this viewpoint that there's only certain products that are selling on TikTok. Uh, Tiago jumped in on, you know, started talking about this with AOVs and things early and the type of things that are working on TikTok. So this essentially is me asking you guys the question, what's working really well on TikTok? But we're going to do it as a complete the sentence. If you're selling Insert something here. Uh, You'd be crazy not to be selling on TikTok shop. Who is this the hottest opportunity for right now? Um, Tiago, you got us into this earlier on, so I'll come to you first and give the others uh, a little bit of time to get their heads around the question. Is it an AOV basis? Is it a target customer? Is it a product category thing? What are you seeing? Uh, You're currently muted. Sorry.
4: Sorry about that. That's okay. um, so um, from what we see, right, so products that tend to have like a mass appeal, like impulse buys, do best, um, and also stuff that you can see like a transformation or visual or practical results on screen, like quickly. So like beauty and cosmetic products, kitchen appliances, gadgets, cleaning products, lead lights, water bottles. Um, books and things like this, I see that and um, I mean, that you should be on TikTok if you have such products, especially if they cost, I don't know, $100 and less, then you definitely should be here.
2: I guess it, it, it's kind of when you step back, it's like, oh, obviously it has to look good on a video. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of obvious. But, um, Barney, what's what's your advice? Because you, you're working across a whole load of brands on this. Um, you know, and I'm thinking yeah. back in my head, but I know book talk is huge, so books don't look that interesting on a video. So so what what surprises are there?
3: Um I think I could discuss kind of individual categories where I think there's big opportunities, but in all honesty, I think if you've got a product you believe in, I'd think that you can be successful on TikTok shop, you know, whether you're selling on e-commerce, we can integrate all e-commerce platforms with, with ours. If you're struggling with fulfillment, we've got fulfillment partners. We've got, uh, FBT or TikTok where you can set your products in so we've had sellers be successful just starting selling out their bedrooms out their sheds out their garages and now pretty successful businesses all in retail units so um, yeah there's no real limit as to what you can sell unless it's not a restricted product but yeah if it's if it's an open category I would, I would urge everyone to give it a go why wouldn't you want, want to monetize the content you're probably producing it already um, so it's a great opportunity for any brands.
2: Cool. And um, anyone listening who's going, what's FTB? FTB is fulfilled by TikTok. FBT even is fulfilled by TikTok, which is like fulfilled by Amazon, but done by TikTok. If you want to know more about that, then uh, then please do add a question in, just like Osgar Yilmaz has done. Hello, Osgar, Great to have you here. He says, is home decor, mainly area rugs, a good fit for TikTok? Anyone reckon on rugs going to work on TikTok? I'm guessing yes. Barney, come in.
3: Yeah, no, I... 100 percent think it will be obviously with big products it's going to be a shipping cost um we're going to what tiago was saying you know people uh products under a hundred dollars typically do really well because we we're very much favour impulse purchases um so yeah i think as long as the, you can get a good shipping rate whether you ship that yourself or through our, our own platform shipping then it's just making sure that that's a uh, marketable and i got a good price point for the customer but absolutely you can definitely be successful
2: Okay, cool. Um, Let's carry on down the column on our screen here. Uh, Ben, anything else we would be crazy not to be selling on TikTok shop if we have it in our warehouse?
0: Uh, I absolutely loved what Barney said um, about something you believe in because I think that's so important. Um, Like We were talking about the small sellers that started in their bedrooms and stuff. The reason that they were so successful is because they were passionate about their product and that came across in their content and their live streams. And their communications with affiliates um but my answer here would be if you're selling something very unique and that doesn't need it can be like a, a commodity everyday item um with a unique price point or if you market in a unique way but people go on tiktok to be inspired and discover new things and if you can create that then you can create an audience who wants to buy from you
2: nice and um loving the 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 passion i mean i guess it's such a it's such a content channel isn't it if you're not passionate about your product even if it's the most TikTokable product in the world it's not going to shift um manisha you must be seeing all kinds of crazy product categories going live at the moment any any advice around this one
1: you know the only thing i would say beyond what everyone else has said that i absolutely agree with is you know sell or advertise your your most popular products in your catalog on TikTok. Like every single item in your in your in your catalog, probably not necessarily a good return on Asbend. Your top skus, yes. Um, oh, which leads us. You're, sorry, you're, sorry. You're,
2: us, is, you're, you're doing the most beautiful segue to the <laughs> next comment I had. So um, so yeah, my my suspicion on TikTok is we should be being selective with what we list for the biggest impact and, and Manisha, I, I interrupted you by flicking over the slides, so please continue.
1: Yes, absolutely, um, in my opinion, because you can't you can't generate great content and you can't generate great advertising or affiliate marketing strategies for every single product in your catalog. So pick, pick the products that really resonate with your consumers that you are most passionate about and focus on those and promoting those on TikTok. We are seeing, you know, the way that the the TikTok shop is designed, we're seeing that the average units per order is is really roughly one. So most people are buying one product at a time in an order for the most part. And so we really recommend, you know, promoting your head products, your head SKUs.
2: Cool. I love that. So you're funneling the effort onto those core yeah. SKUs. Um Ben, Barney, Tiago, would you agree with that? Is this a chance to be selective with what goes in that product feed up to TikTok shop or are we doing everything? Barney, you're leaning forward, so I'm guessing you want to come in on this one.
3: <laughs> no, I just, um, yeah, Manisha's so right. We call them hero products in TikTok shop and we always advise brands to find those hero products in your product set and focus on them because they're typically going to be your main revenue drivers. But I would 100% agree, uh, sorry, I'd 100% agree with the statement that you should have all your products on there. Are there? shopping center which we call shop tab internally is growing massively um and again we've got going back to the affiliate side you should have all your products on a plan because it only takes one creator to request one product that hasn't been selling well on tiktok shop and one video goes viral and then that's your new hero product so i think for visibility and chance of viral viral virality um you should have all of them on there but you know what your best sellers are so focus on those initially to give a chance the best start
2: Got you. And anyone who's wondering about affiliate plans, what on earth? There's multiple? What? What's he talking about? Add it as a question and we will come back to it later if you want us to. Um, Tiago, are you in agreement we list everything but focus our activity on the heroes?
4: Yeah, I agree with a curated list of uh, stuff that resonates and then creating content for these products, definitely. So I agree very much with what Manisha said and... These are um, conversations we're always having with our clients because many times they don't know like with what products do I start? like how do i how do I start this? I have hundreds of products. So um, yeah, choosing a list of and then going from there. I think it's the best way.
2: Cool. And um, Ben, to build on that, I know you're you're actually getting into the live streams with people doing this. Do the people you're doing this with find that the the, sh- the products they think are going to be heroes turn out to be heroes, or does it? Is there a TikTok bestseller and a website bestseller?
0: Uh, more often than not, that's that's the process that we'll take. Is like let's look at um, bestsellers, but um i mean barney and i are working on a project together right now and what what we did was we took a look at the best sellers but then we also just looked at things that we thought were really unique that people hadn't seen before and we were like let's give these a go as well so you can be surprised it's worth testing things to see what what resonates for sure
2: Nice. OK, we I've removed the slides, which means we're going freeform now, everybody. So if you've got questions, now it's time to send them in, most definitely, because I'll prioritise the questions from those of you who are here live on the call. Then I've got a few questions that have come in from members of my, uh, my Chloe's e-commerce club, very original title for that group. Uh, and we'll get to those if we get time. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. If your tech stack is becoming a bottleneck to growth, it's time to replatform, and you should check out ShopLine. ShopLine is the modern commerce platform that's disrupting Europe as one of Asia's leading e-commerce platforms. Whether your bottleneck is setting up more sales channels like social commerce or expanding to new markets globally, ShopLine takes care of everything from store setups, checkouts and payments to logistics and more. With single click migration and out of the box tools, they're there to help. The best part about it, you don't need to pay until your site is live. Here in the UK, they power brands like In The Style and Everything Five Pounds. Whilst in Asia, they're the platform of choice for huge brands like Lego and Muji. If you want to scale, it's time to book your free trial or have a chat with one of the Shopline team. Find out what ShopLine could do for you via ecmp.info forward slash ShopLine. That's ecmp.info forward slash S-H-O-P-L-I-N-E. Are you part of the free Chloe's e-commerce club? Why not? It's my free online club where the whole e-commerce master plan audience can come together. It's all about helping you improve your e-commerce business, solving your marketing challenges, getting advice from other retailers who are facing the same challenges as you right now. And yes, I will personally be hanging out in the club Monday to Friday to help you too, which makes it the only place where you can get my help one-on-one. It really is a club all about you and supporting your business. Come on and join me now. Just go to ecmp.info forward slash club. It's totally free to join. So come on, join me and hundreds of our listeners at ecmp.info forward slash club. It's time for the top tips round. Any incentives for using ads for the first time, my mind is going back to the Google, I think it was 30 quid, if you set up a new Google Ads account and meeting people who would set up a different account every 30 quid. so are there incentives for using ads for the first time out there? I mean, I know at the moment the whole platform is pretty well incentivized towards retailers, but are there any specific offers on the go? Um, Barney, I guess you, you're the first one on this. Then we'll see if anyone else has got, got a take on it.
3: Um, well, I think Ben would probably be better to answer it because actually we're quite separate TikTok shop on oh. our ad side. But I do know that we we get incentives um, from a TikTok shop side that we can give our customers. And I'm sure there'll be lots of new new customer from an ad perspective like um, incentives to get on board and, and start putting some spend on the platform.
2: Okay, cool. So possibly some TikTok shop incentives and then on the ad side, Ben, what's the, what's the scenario here?
0: Yeah, there's quite a lot. They, they change it fairly frequently and it varies by region. So if you're on from the US, I'd imagine your incentives are quite different from what we have in the UK. But there are there are lots of incentives, so just check out the website and go on TikTok for business in your local region um, and see what they're offering. It's usually something like they'll match your ad spend, or if you put in X ad spend, you'll get this uh, cash bonus in ad spend. So it's pretty good.
2: Cool, Um, Manisha, you are in the US. Are you seeing? Do you get any visibility of of ad
1: incentives from the ops perspective? Um on the ad incentive side not as much but i think there's a there's a significant number of shipping and fulfillment incentives that are currently running right now oh okay tell me more so um in in the us and i I think there's some similar subsidies that are running in the uk but in the us if your average order value is above 20 dollars and then there's also another incentive about 30 and 40. You essentially get um, a significant portion of your of your shipping subsidized by TikTok.
2: Oh wow! Okay, I hadn't heard of that one. So there's there's lots to be definite, definitely definitely worth up advantage of the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, lots yeah. lots to take advantage of. And that's that's just to just to clarify there. That, that's if you're selling on TikTok Shop.
2: Got you. Okay, so definitely worth speaking to your TikTok reps if you absolutely, haven't. absolutely. Okay, cool. Right, we've had another question come in. This time it's from uh, Bruno Ligiero. Hope I pronounced that right, Bruno, who is asking kind of two questions. We'll tackle the first one first, and then we'll come. Um, we'll come back to Cyber Week later on, um, but we will cover it. How do how can a brand improve their TikTok lives? So whilst our guests have a quick think about their answer to this one, uh, for those who, aren't, who are uninitiated, a TikTok live is where you live stream and sell. It's a bit like QVC. Um, and you might be live for half an hour, an hour, two hours, three hours, talking through products, persuading customers to, to buy them right there and then on the TikTok shop activity. And both influencers, creators, affiliates, insert the word you want to use for them here, can run those for you or you run those as your own brand. Um, Tiago, do you want to be our first one to answer this one? Yeah,
4: (laughs) all yours. (laughs) So um, there is like a basic checklist, right? That we need here. First is the live room, you need to like have a proper place, um, use a tripod, of course. Um, Then we always recommend you having a script, even though this this is like 100% organic content, but you still need to have some guidelines of what you will do. Um, We are also recommending you publish teaser videos, These make a huge difference. So like before they live, you should create some buzz. Um, And one very important thing. So um, for example, in China, people are already so used to live stream shopping um, and they have incorporated in their lives, like this concept of going to a live stream and shop there because they go there for fun and then they shop at the same time. So when you're doing your live, it should be entertaining. Like this content, it has to be not only salesy, not only new, describing the product, what are the benefits? Um, It has to be fun and engaging. So I think this is the most important uh, element for the live to be successful.
2: Got you. So if you're hungover and feeling a bit tired, it's not the right day to do a live. (laughs) That's kind of like headline. Got to have energy if I'm going to be doing a live. Cool. Okay. Um, Oh, we've got, Bruna's asked us a a follow-up question. So we'll chuck that into the mix. Ben, I know you're doing a lot of these. Do you want to give us your take on, on successful lives?
0: Yeah, sure. So I think Tiago absolutely nailed. Like the, the basics are so important. Like dress your set appropriately, and get the right presenter. Don't just salesy and have scripts that you test and iterate on, and um, to find out what works. Uh, and then a couple of people have said the word energy. I actually just made a LinkedIn post about this final enough about an hour ago. Um, I think energy is so important. Um, the lives should be dynamic. They should be entertaining. And you're trying to pull people in and keep them in the room for as long as possible. Um, Not only because the longer people spend with you, the more likely they are to buy, but the longer people spend with you, the more TikTok is gonna give you traffic um, and the right kind of traffic. So that's super important. Uh, As for Bruno's question there, um, TikTok recommend going live as often as possible. Um, I don't think anyone has a very clear um, (laughs) picture of, of what the right frequency is. But the more you can do, the better, the more the algorithm is going to learn, send you the right traffic that's going to convert on the lives. So um, high frequency, um, probably more than two per week, although some people are doing well at that volume, um, as recommended.
2: Well, I guess if you're starting with the two a week, then you reach the point where you've done two and per hour you're making X amount of pounds or dollars or euros. And then you're going, well, can I do another one this week? Because that's good, good money for us. So I guess once you've started getting the traction, then it just naturally builds quite a bit.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'll give you an example. For most of our um, brand partners, we recommend going live five times per week for three hours. And we find that that works. Some people do a little less, some people do a bit more.
2: And from a practical perspective, would you have the same person from the company doing it each day? like so the the founder has to find nine hours a week to do these or can you delegate it to someone or does it pay to have like a different presenter a different one on monday to the one you have on saturday
0: yeah so there's a few things that happen here like we have an in-house roster of presenters that can represent a few different brands for live streams and they are that's that's their job that's what they do and um, then you'll get other businesses who will have like the founder or uh, a member of staff on the lives um, the, the one thing to focus on is like people build familiarity with the host, the presenters, the moderators, everyone that's involved in the running of a live stream. People start to connect and bond with them. So you do want to keep some kind of consistency. Um, your founder, for example, could be like a one off, like once a week or once a month or something, and you make it a special live, you make a buzz about that. Um, whereas for the regular lives, you, you do want regular presenters that build a connection with their audience.
2: Got you. Cool. Um, right. We've got oh, there's loads going on in the comments. Uh, Manisha is being a demon on the comments and has shared a link to all of you for the US shipping incentives. Nice work, Manisha. Thank you very much. Uh, we've had another quite techy question from Cameron Van Peebles about fulfilling by shipbob. I'm going to leave that one offline at the risk of um, of repeating ourselves. Um, but we have got quite a few questions going on about that, that ops side of things and it's obviously crucial to get set up so Manisha have you got given we've got you here on the call it'd be crazy not to ask and I'll ask Barney I'll come to you for this as well and then we'll go back to the exciting marketing stuff um is there any kind of key things to bear in mind as we're, we're sorting out the orders the product feeds the customer service side of it Manisha what, what what have we got to do to set ourselves up
1: for success so I will I will speak for the US because I think, you know, each market has their own requirements, but, you know, the TikTok policy team has set certain policies in place for order fulfillment to ensure that the, that the shopping experience on TikTok is, is fantastic for customers. So two things that are really important is one is your dispatch rate. So TikTok has a dispatch requirement where in the U S it's, you have three business days from the time that an order is imported to get it picked up by a carrier. So you've essentially three days for fulfillment. So that's something that's tracked. And if you miss that three-day window, you know, consistently, then um, your account, your shop, accrues violations. And then there's also the you know delivery window of five days. So if if an order has not been picked up by a carrier or there's no tracking for an order for five business days, then it has the potential to be auto canceled. So these are two things that you really want to pay close attention to and make sure that you're following these guidelines so your so your shop doesn't get violations. And then, you know, what happens with violations is that those violations turned into turn into repercussions as they start to add up so you can have your store be you know delisted or your products delisted or things like that can happen and so if fulfillment is you know a challenge for you and for many brands it can be like we've seen brands explode on TikTok and they're you know they're doing fulfillment out of their their homes and it's hard to keep up if you're doing 300 400 500 orders a day like that's not possible for one person or two people to do then you know, we really encourage taking advantage of the fulfillment options that you have at your fingertips. So TikTok is in the UK and the US has a fulfill by TikTok service where you can where TikTok will own all fulfillment and shipping for you. You you ship the inventory to um, a TikTok location, and then you know TikTok owns the fulfillment and shipping. In the US, ShipBob. Is powering that fulfilled by TikTok and and in, in, you know in the UK I know you guys are working with some other partners, um, you can you, you can do that or you can work with a three PL that serves you know the market where you're selling. Basically. as you're doing well, we really encourage you to to get help so you can make sure that those you know you don't incur any violations on the dispatch and auto, auto cancellation side.
2: It, it strikes me with Cyber Week coming up, which we will, um, Bruno, we'll get back to that question before we finish. But it strikes me with that it that week when the, the couriers, inevitably someone's going to melt down <laughs> in the, yeah. on the courier front. So you don't want to be sending out lowest option. You want to be sending out with a bit more guarantee and be ready to keep a really close eye on those TikTok yeah. orders because the ramifications could be so much greater than than an upset customer. Um Ben, you're obviously doing this in the UK. Do you want to give us the quick UK perspective? Is there anything particularly different we need to know about?
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty similar, to be honest, by the sounds of it. Um, even like the incentives that Manisha just shared are similar, uh, and the problems that sellers encounter sound incredibly similar. It's just about finding the right partner as you scale up. Um, that is one of the reasons why we set up our own warehouse, and FPT is obviously um, launched fairly recently for both regions. So... Um, a great option there and sellers have more options at their um, disposal than they previously had which makes things a lot easier for them so same same time on that front.
2: Cool um, and Barney anything you want to add into that or have, uh, have Manish from Ben covered it perfectly?
3: uh i think they covered it perfectly for sure ha- seller health is so important to watch especially through the early stages of TikTok shop um sellers go through a probation period where their order volume is restricted initially which is you know helps prevent from a viral product really you know pr- causing a lot of issues from a fulfillment point of view but yeah i think it's been flexible and been happy to, to change your 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 options and scale up through um sh- you know fulfillment partners like ship bob or going into fbt or going to platform shipping so good to be dynamic and and yeah not prevent your growth
2: okay cool our next question is coming from the audience we'll do this one and then we'll start talking properly about is there still time to do stuff for black friday and cyber monday etc um tiago i'm obviously going to come to you first for this one josh is asking what should we do to get started with affiliate marketing on tiktok interested far more in the strategy than the process so what's a good way of going about it and this actually i'm gonna gonna sub in here um some questions i had from derek in chloe's e-commerce club who was you know trying to work out how do you how do you get the right affiliates and influencers involved so i'm going to expand josh's question a bit how do you get the right people involved so you're not like sending them product and then nothing happens or they work once and they don't come back to work with you so how do we go about about setting us up for success with that affiliate and the influencer piece the creator piece on tiktok just basically tiago if you could just share your entire strategy deck that would be marvelous (laughs) (laughs) give us all the secrets (laughs)
4: I could talk with you, Josh, for um, in more detail, like if I knew a little bit more context, but I'll tell you something that works very well for most of the people. So imagine that you've never done any of this on TikTok and you want to start. Um, very good strategy um, is product seeding. So what you do, you're not at the affiliate step yet. You just ship your product to a bunch of creators Um, to find real product enthusiasts. So you just want to really find people who really like your product and they're making very authentic content for you before even any affiliate or paper post conversation. So downside of this is that you will lose some products Uh, Typically, I don't know, you create a campaign for product seeding and you should expect that from everything you ship out, you will receive content back from like 25% of the creators. But in this 25%, you can find some real gold. So you find the right people and then you move them to the next step, which is like affiliate, uh, paper post, um, ambassadorships and several influencer campaigns types that we have. So right, so I would suggest for you right now to do some seeding first, just to kind of sense and get these first enthusiasts uh, to be involved with your brand Um, and then move on to the next uh, campaign types.
2: The people you're going to seed, would you start doing that with your own customer base, like send them an email and go, anyone doing loads on TikTok who'd like to talk about our product? On TikTok, or, or do you do you start looking through the TikTok creator databases, or where do you where do you find the people to send the seed product to? Because I figure you could look in the phone fo- in the phone book. How old do I sound? Uh, <laughs> you could look in the phone book and get a load of random names, but you're probably not setting yourself up for that success. So how do you work out who to send those seed products to? Um, really- Tiago, I'll come back to you on this one, and then we'll we'll open it up to the rest of the team.
4: Okay, Um, look, uh, customer uh, reviews, of course, are the best ones. It's just that you will not find a huge uh, conversion rate from I I sent the product and they did the content, right, if you're there, your customer. But um, um, as far as working with influencers, you can use a tool um, to like brief uh, a community of creators, a marketplace, and then receive applications within this marketplace. So the best way to find uh, the seeding uh, candidates is like this, you create a brief um, in the marketplace and then they will come and work with you. Um, following this uh, path is the benchmark of people which will actually come through with the content is about uh, 20%, 25%. So when they talk about this conversion rate, it's referring to like a software or marketplace.
2: Got you, okay. Um. Any. Barney, Ben, Manisha, anything you want to add on the the affiliate strategy side of things? Barney.
3: Um, Yeah, definitely. I think if you're already on the platform, it's so easy to get started on affiliate. We've got, uh, like Chloe mentioned earlier, we've got three plans. We've got a shop plan, an open plan, and a target plan. A shop plan is everything on your shop is on one commission rate. An open plan, you set the commission rate and the products. And a target plan is a more targeted approach where you send them directly to the affiliates. So I think once you, I think it's important to understand your margin on the products first so you know what commission that rates that you've got to play with. And then test it out and see how competitive you can be. I would always advise sellers to set their shop plan commission rate lower than their open plan and then set an open plan one higher. But you can start at 20% commission, which might be you know, an aggressive commission and get you know 20 sample requests through, pick 10 creators to work with and then drop that commission rate back down. It's not set in stone. Um, so yeah, I think you just want products in the hands of creators. Uh, and as soon as you get that and you start, the content starts coming through then you can start to gauge if that's uh, that open plan is marketed correctly and it's at the right commission rate. And as soon as your products start to sell more, more creators, see your products, more creators want to work with you, the sales start to come in and you can drop that down and, and it really is hands off and it all just kind of comes into the shop. Um, so there's lots of ways to do it, but that would be my advice.
2: Okay, cool. I um, uh, Manisha, Ben, unless you've got something really hot to add into this one, I'm going to move on to the next question. Ben's unmuted, so I'm guessing Ben has something he wants to add in.
0: Uh, yeah, I was just going to say about nurturing relationships is one of the most important things you can do. Like if you build a really strong relationship with even a small group of creators who are, are posting regular content about the brand, it, it's going to create multiple touch points with their audience. And that's when you start seeing really high conversions. So just a quick one from me.
2: Yeah. And such an important one. I think when we so many of us working in e-commerce are focused on the ones and zeros of things, you know, the spreadsheets, the getting the numbers, optimizing the, the numbers and all the rest of it. But as Tiago was saying earlier, you've got to have the passion for the product to make it work. And then, you know, as you just said there, Ben, it's you you've got to have the passion and then you've got to actually build a relationship with the good affiliates. Otherwise, it's a human to human thing. So it's a bit of a different uh, kind of mindset, a diff- bit of a different brain to what we use a lot of the time. So I don't, I don't think we can ever overstate that enough, um, if that sentence made sense. Uh, okay, so the final question to all of you, what is the one thing people should take away from this webinar we've done today? We, we've, Like I said, we've been through, we've covered so much um, is it a 23 strategy you want to share, a 2024 strategy you want to share? What's your your kind of key takeaway? Uh, Manisha, I'll come to you first and then we'll, we'll cycle our way through again.
1: I think mine is short and sweet. If you're not selling on TikToks, so you're not using TikTok Shop, or you're not advertising on TikTok, you're missing a massive, massive opportunity. Simple
2: as that. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, ben.
0: Well, I love the way Manisha put it, and I completely agree. Um, The only thing I'll add is uh, if you're already selling on TikTok or you're planning to do it um, for 2024, just be thinking about how you can get better at the content side of things. By content, I do mean lives, I mean the affiliate-generated content because you can influence that as a seller uh, and your own generated content because that's going to be the most important thing next year.
2: Brilliant. Barney.
3: Uh, I would just say it's never been easier to launch a brand on TikTok, whether you're a new brand, you know, a growing brand, a mature brand. Um, If you're already creating content, it's the easiest way to monetize your sales and you can get the greatest reach as quickly as you can on any other platform. So join now.
2: I think we're we're definitely proving that it's not hype at the moment. There's lots of sales to be made with TikTok. Um, Tiago, our final comment, what would your takeaway be from today for everybody?
4: Yes, I will also tell you to run and get on TikTok. Um, It doesn't require you have a presence already, and that's also very user-friendly to manage. Um, And my biggest advice for an e-commerce brand, which is especially beginning on the platform, is that you don't focus on one thing. So like, do not put all your eggs in one basket, use different strategies within TikTok. And also, When you work with content, there is always a testing phase. So if you threw your content there and you didn't run out of stock from that one ad, uh, don't think that TikTok is not for you. You need to test. So there is like a learning curve. Um, Take insights from this testing and go on because um, we have lots of people being successful on TikTok. And so why could you not be one of them? Um, Just test and learn and launch and um, you'll be happy to see the results.
2: Now, as I said at the start, I hope this has given you a much, much, much clearer idea of what role TikTok could play in your marketing in 2024 to help you really plot out your strategy and really get it right for your business. My guest shared so much. Please do re-listen if you need to or share with the member of your team who needs to hear this as well. You can also get your hands on our notes and a transcript on the website. Just go to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or you can use our direct episode short links. So just put ECMP, that's short for ecommerce master plan, ecmp.info forward slash the number of this episode into the URL bar and you'll go straight to the correct page on the website. When you're there, please do add yourself to our email list because then you won't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you improve your business. For example, our e-commerce explored webinar series, which this discussion was part of a couple of months ago. Yeah, if you were on our email list, you could have joined us for this before Christmas and had the chance to join us live and get your questions answered by these brilliant panellists. So go on, get yourself added to our email list so you're on top of when our next webinar is going live and all the other brilliant stuff we share too. Thank you so much for tuning in to this and every episode that you do of the eCommerce Masterplan podcast. We love having you out there listening to our stuff. Um, I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help e-commerce business owners like you to succeed and thrive with your businesses, including becoming more sustainable. So if you know someone this show can help, please tell them to listen to the eCommerce Masterplan podcast. I hope you have a great week and don't forget to keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the E-Commerce Master Plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com/podcast. If your tech stack is becoming a bottleneck to growth, it’s time to replatform, and you should check out Shopline. ShopLine is the modern commerce platform that's disrupting Europe as one of Asia's leading e-commerce platforms. Whether your bottleneck is setting up more sales channels like social commerce or expanding to new markets globally, ShopLine takes care of everything from store setups, checkouts and payments to logistics and more. With single click migration and out of the box tools, they're there to help. The best part about it, you don't need to pay until your site is live. Here in the UK, they power brands like In The Style and Everything Five Pounds. Whilst in Asia, they're the platform of choice for huge brands like Lego and Muji. If you want to scale, it's time to book your free trial or have a chat with one of the Shopline team. Find out what Shopline could do for you via ecmp.info forward slash shopline. That's ecmp.info forward slash s-h-o-p-l-i-n-e.